Hey guys, so this is podcast number three uh, at CrossFit Chichester. Uh, I have um, Coach Darren in the room with me and I also have my lovely lady Lydia. Um, and we are going to, we wanted to cover some top topics and go uh, updates for stuff that's going on in the gym and uh, talk about uh, things that have come up this week and I'm quite excited so we've got we've got several things that we want to talk about we've got high rocks uh, we're going to talk about programming uh, we're going to talk about uh, adaptations for injuries and how they work around uh, and then we're going to go and talk about um, something Darren's been working on so I asked Darren to work on an article um, to develop more power and stability in joints uh, and uh, we're going to dive into that so I mean the the first thing thanks for coming on Darren and, thank you. Uh, thank you for joining me again, darling. Um, so the so the first thing, uh, massive success for you guys was has been High Rocks over the yeah, weekend. Yeah. We've had two teams. Yeah, it's a fantastic weekend. So big shout out to Matt, Jose, and Adam. So we did that as a as a team, which I think is a perfect introduction to High Rocks. Those of you who don't, don't know what High Rocks is, it's a it's kind of a standardised fitness race. Happens all over the world. Uh, we obviously do it here in the UK. So we did it in London. Where you do running as well as eight stations, um, a whole number of things which you can you can read up on. But sled sled pull, sled push, rowing, skiing, wall balls, lunges, farmers carry, and probably something I'm missing out. Burpee broad jumps, yeah, my least favourite thing. Um, but it's a it's a fantastic event. Um, I think we did really well as a team. But I think the thing that um, probably good to talk about today is just, I suppose, training and preparing for something like that because um, it's very easy to get. I guess fixated on one aspect of it, uh, but really when you look at high rocks as a whole, a lot of the stuff that we do in the gym is perfect for high rocks. So, on the main, on the main, on the, you know, I would say really, as long as you're coming and doing a good program like we do here, you will build strength, you'll build the engine, and then it's just about topping it off with things that may be your weakness. So for me, my weakness is running, so I had to focus a bit on. Uh, building up some more capacity for running. How long do you think you started training? You started running for um, it as soon as you signed up. It was probably about three months, but then all three I months. did is once a week a bit of extra running. Oh really? It's just Only once, once a, week. a week. That's interesting. Because okay. still coming to the gym three times a week, Got still it. building the engine, still getting everything else that comes up in the programming. And how far were you running on the, on each of those? So it's one k run. So yeah. Just, just a, so you just did a, you just did a one k run. Yeah, I did it so, once a week. Or? Yeah. So I did. Uh, I, so what I, what I actually started building up was doing a 1K run followed by one of the exercises. So you come into oh, one it. of the stations in a fatigued state, like yeah. you're breathing hard, and then you go in and start pushing the sled, or you go in and you start lunging. Yeah. And then going it back out for another run, and then coming in and doing another station. So you're building up that sequence of run, because you can't run at your absolute top, top, top speed, because you'll no. just come in and collapse. Because you need to be able to run, come in, and hit the wall balls or hit the sled and get yeah. on with it so it's getting that balance right um, and just building up that capacity so I really think that the programming that, that we have here is the perfect preparation and then yeah. all you need to do is add on a few bits that maybe you're not so good at so if you're a runner already you probably don't Pretty need easy. to do that you need to practice probably the sled, sled pull. or the yeah, lunges sled push, yeah. so it's very different doing a lot of lunges and then going for a run um, oh, yeah. as opposed yeah. to just going for it because some people I know, like to run they go for a 10k run and they're no problem for them well, we see that in the programming that we see runs in between doing back squats heavy back squats exactly. and you've got wobbly legs it's a complete different feeling you, you're running down the road and your legs aren't even alive yet because you've just you know, yeah. that way 
So it's that kind of thing to prepare for. It's like Murph, isn't it? It's when you come off the, that second run. Oh my goodness. Yeah. After those 300 air squats. Yeah. 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 And then I think just le- leading up to that, uh, the preparation, um, I think psychologically and recovery as well, I think was, was important. I, I think that... Um, you sent all your recovery sets from, um, yeah. from Whoop, which were amazing because you managed over the weeks to completely peak on exactly. the day of, yeah. on your day. Yeah, you did, you did so manage that perfectly. I've never seen anyone do that before so well. 96% recovery on the route, that's quite other good. Other people try to, but your heart rate had gone down, your your um, resting heart rate had gone up, yeah. and your sleep, HRV your, was top up as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for those who don't know what, Whoop, so, what we're talking about, Whoop is a, a tracking um, sort of band that you put around your wrist um, and it monitors how your body is responding to stress or how much stress your body is under. Um, by tracking things like your heart rate or your skin temperature or your uh, sleep Um, and it is a very effective way of of looking at the 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 changes in your body and your body's central nervous system Um, so it will teach you when to push hard in a workout or when not to when you need a rest day etc and it's a it's a really um, good piece of kit uh, to help if you're trying to improve your health. Mm. So, so, so Darren, it's like a dark art, like what you did. Yeah, actually, actually, secret. tell us what you did. So you did How nothing did you for. Do it? Well, so so, so yeah. a week week before that, so leading up to the week. Yeah. Um, so I think on on the Monday, I did yeah. the workout in in the gym here. Well, I can't remember what it was to be honest. Whatever the prescribed workout was, yeah. I did it. But yeah. I did it at. Um, a kind of a medium weight so I didn't go as heavy as no. I would normally just to kind of get the movement in and get the engine going um, and then on the Tuesday I did some gentle running and gentle uh, lunges without weight mm-hmm. so I, I basically kind of simulated a bit of the high rocks workout but without the load mm-hmm. so I went for a run came in did some lunges but just body weight and then I went for a run uh, Wednesday I played football but actually I played in goal for most of the hour so I, I ran around. I ran around for about twenty minutes, and then I, I said, well, "Yeah, guys, I'll go in goal." So I went in goal for, for about forty minutes. So you were worried about injuries. Yeah, I was a bit worried yeah. more about injuries, really. Yeah. And then I didn't do any other uh, workouts Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, um, and I was really focused on those days leading up on two things: sleep and nutrition. So what, what did you do with your nutrition? Was it kind of... You just followed a six-week challenge, challenge. All the principles uh, yeah. of a six-week challenge. Yeah. And my weakness is uh, sugar. Um, now, I'm not on the six-week challenge now, so I've introduced some little treats here and there. But actually leading up to it, I just cut them out again. So I had no sugar kind of giving me any inflammation or putting me off track with anything else. So how much weight did you lose over the six-week challenge? Uh, well, on the six weeks, it was about 7K. 7K but then I carried on afterwards for uh, probably about another four weeks or so. So about 10K overall. You lost 10 kilos. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. about you know, a kilo like You're in the yeah. best shape. That's awesome. I've seen you in. Yeah. You know, That's so, so what was your weight at the beginning? Then what, where are you at right now? 97 to 87. That's amazing. Yeah. And KG, we, that is, yeah. Do you felt, did you, do you think you felt like really hungry like throughout that or was it or no. for you was the transition like fairly um, not hungry the, the, the first sugar, three sugar days withdrawal. actually the first yeah. day was fine but then days uh, two three and four was really hard because yeah. that was sugar withdrawal so it really showed me how much sugar I was consuming because I don't add yeah. sugar to things but it's all the added sugar that's in all sorts of things and like yeah. honey as well I would put honey in porridge and all, all that added sugar and I had three days of absolute hell where I really had bad withdrawals, felt tired. I could have just slept the whole thing, headachy, irritable. But then after that, your body adapted. Day, after that, after what was day four, it 
It's the come down, isn't it? Yeah, the, it, was, was, it was fine yeah. after that. And then it's it really worked. So that, that also that really helps massively with high rocks as well. Because you're not carrying the weight on those runs. You're not yeah. carrying the weight through any of the stations. Um, and then sleep. So I, I had a few naps in the afternoon. I had the luxury of being able to have a nap, I think, Thursday afternoon, which is nice. And I had a nap Saturday afternoon as well. I know <laughs> practically life doesn't always allow for naps. Um, <laughs> I was in a luxurious situation where I could. So it's really um, nutrition. And so managing the load, then nutrition, and then naps. Um, and then yeah. on the day was firing all cylinders. So I definitely saw some other people, not our team, but who were so jacked up and loaded up with Red Bull and Monster and everything. Oh so some people were like... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know, and they, some people were throwing up even before they'd started. It's like... <laughs> oh, you know, my you know, goodness. Really? Yeah. Was it from nerves or...? I don't know. I, you know. Probably bad nutrition and bad sleep and oh. bad stress. And, oh. like, I, think, I think, yeah, you definitely set yourself up to really win at that. And I think, actually, uh, everyone who... Um, nearly everyone who did the Tyrox, your team, had all done the challenge. They'd all been following the plan yeah. for uh, once yeah. one period yeah. or yeah. Matt, not. So ben both. and Josie have all done it. Yeah, you yeah. all did it. So they'd all done it, which is really good. It's a, a good sign to cha- challenge you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, the challenge. Uh, yeah, yeah, the challenge yeah. at the beginning of this year. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's really good. So really, it's, it's a good way to. Yeah, yeah, I completely on. agree. So anyone that wants to do high rocks, we'll set up a few briefing sessions, and we can come along and we can have a chat about it and go through the movements and you can see if you want to sign up for a future race. So the next one's in May, isn't it? Next yeah. one is May. Yeah. I, think, I think it'd be good we could, we could set up a, uh, um, yeah, probably a high rocks session would, would make sense, wouldn't so. it? Yeah, yeah on either so. a Saturday or Sunday. Or I think like well that. done for inspiring yes. so many people Saturday in the gym 10 to, or to something. Get, get competing. Yeah, if we do, if we, we add, do something like that. yeah, 8am Saturday. You can't call it high rocks though. You have to call no, it something 10 else. 10am yeah. um, competition training or something. Yeah, yeah. Something endurance, yeah. Call it something Watch this space. Chai rocks. <laughs> we can call Chai it that. Chai well, rocks. Done one Chai rocks, Yeah, we? so we can call it Chai rocks trailer. Yeah, you can call it Chai rocks. No one, no one could complain we can about do that. Do our own, our own Chai rocks. Um, yeah, let's call it Chai rocks. <laughs> we can call it Chai rocks. Yeah. Okay, What's uh, it's official now. So uh, yeah, so we were going to talk about the programming. So the because last week we made a change, so we shifted over to. Um, using uh, Jason Khalifa's uh, programming. So he is a dude who's been, he won the CrossFit Games in 2008, maybe 2009, sometime around then. Um, before Rick so before started. anyone knew anything, but, but Jason Khalifa had also competed like multiple games, uh, multiple CrossFit Games until about 2014, 2015. So he's a big, big player in it. A uh, lot of gyms, he's got a lot of, a lot of gyms all over the world uh, and he's got very, very good programming team. So we decided that we would go and test it out for the week and I mean, I loved it. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I liked the, what, what you probably don't see when in the gym is there's a lot of teaching notes they give us behind the scenes as well. Yeah. Explains things and prepped care, helps sessions. us as coaches to kind of know how to deliver the best, best class for whoever walks through the door. So I did like that side of it. Yeah, I thought I thought that was. Yeah, I like I liked yeah I liked the extra prep and the thing that that I've written down in my notes, guys, is that um, because the, the cool downs um, and because we found that I mean, cash outs uh, are less necessary uh, given if the right stimulus in the workout and if you properly prepare for it, uh, and so therefore prioritizing a cool down. Uh, instead of a cash out 
um, seems to be a much better way of, of doing things because it gives you a chance for your body to recover. It gives you a chance to be able to lengthen those muscles, make use of the fact that you're nice and warm to try and extend and improve your range of motion. Um, and then work on any weaknesses uh, and imbalances and things like knee problems or back problems or hip issues. And I think, I think from, you know, for, for, for you guys, uh, the priority should be to have a proper warm up, train hard, cool down um, sort of approach to training. I think you're more likely to, to be able to, to sustain fitness because the worst thing that can happen is you go and do something and you push, 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 push for maybe six to 12 months. And then all of a sudden you get injured and then you don't see it. Because I've seen that happen a lot of time. Yeah, and yeah. People who go and do CrossFit fight intensely for, you know, a year or two. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they well, stop doing it. time at the gym to be hammering yourself. So yeah. you can't do anything the rest of the day. You've yeah, got to exactly. get on with life. You want to be able to move outside of the gym as well. Absolutely. Whether that's with kids or walking the dog or playing sports or whatever it is you, you do. Yeah. So having that mindset of this is part of it rather than I'm going to kill myself during that hour. Is you know, it's a much healthier way to totally yeah cool down. And um, the next thing we were talking about was uh, adaptations because I think we were going we were going to talk about injuries. So I mean, obviously, so I mean, my best, uh, you know, good news is well, I've I've had a been dealing with a bit of hip issue for the last eight years, and it's progr- sort of slowly kind of limited what I do. Um, but I think that working around it has really actually been a, a really good thing you've done so much so, rehab on it yeah I've done a lot of rehab the, the top surgeon said yesterday that you don't actually need surgery yeah so I don't need surgery which is a huge win because they said if you mess around with the joint then um, then it's more likely to, uh, to to cause more stiffness not less yeah uh, which is which kind of make which sort of makes sense. He said that. Um, so yeah, so no, that's that's a real win for for me because I was prepping myself up to have a big surgery. But based off of the scans that were twelve months apart uh, and the X rays, he was like, the, "There's no change in the joint. If anything, it's improved." Yeah. So that's, so so I, I and and that's from adapting the sessions. So like just changing the movements. So like not lifting from the floor, um, you know, for anything heavy. Uh, not squatting to extremely disciplined with your nutrition yeah um for for the last years 18 months like really strict yeah and very limited any kind of alcohol or anything like that and you've you've given your body a chance to really recover quite a major injury without interventions that's really good yeah so i think so and then basically i mean this certainly from from what how i've approached training is that i've tried to just uh do the things that i can do focus on those things take those as wins and not try and get too upset about the things that I can't do like uh like lots and lots of running or um you know like really heavy deadlifts like it's not it's it's not such a big deal because there's actually a ton of other stuff that you can do um and uh but yeah so I think I mean working around injuries one of the things that we're really working on at the moment I mean we've been really trying hard to is ask a linear session are there any injuries so we know what kind of adaptations yeah it helps a lot yeah, when you get to know what things people are working with, and you can again it helps us to prepare as well. To yeah, you know, it's we can always come up with something you know on the moment, but the more we know in advance as well, really helps to think through. Oh, okay, so and so is coming in. Right, this is what I think I can do for them. Yes, this is what I can sw- swap that movement for. You know, I think the more experience personally I get, then I can do those a bit more quickly. But knowing in advance also helps as well, so I can prepare. Definitely, if we know if we know you're coming, so that's when booking into the sessions really helps, makes a big deal because then we know that we can 
we can make the appropriate adaptations to the session. Point. Shout out, yeah. please, if you have got an injury yeah. and you don't book in, it makes it very hard for us to yes. so, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, at least, please at least book, book in, in so us. we know. It gives you time yeah. to yeah. choose something that will give you the same stimulus yeah. As, yeah. as the thing that's programmed, and that's what you want. So your programming is well, continuous. Yeah. I, was, I was on the level two a few weeks ago, um, and the seminar staff uh, woman, uh, Nat, had an elbow operation so and she was super competitive athlete really really super fit um and was really worried about not being able to train hard uh, after having an operation or an injury um but just worked around it and had her coach um you know to program in exercises that she could do so it was just not using her right arm um for like however many weeks until it improved so i don't want to blow your trumpet (laughs) Buster in eyebrows, but um, you have been progressing people for like over 10 years now. So, if there was anyone I would want to ask of like how to progress and movement, yeah, it would I mean, be you those, yeah. because you have like right at the top of your brain, you have so many options. So yeah, very, coaching very people, handy. it does, it does, it does teach you, it does teach you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think then the other thing that we've been talking about, so I asked Darren a few weeks ago to go and research and talk about, um, write an article on um, talk. So this idea of rotational force. I mean, what was the main thing that you uh, learned? And this is to do with preventing injuries. So, well, yeah, it was very much, I mean, firstly, I'd heard the term, I'd heard it discussed, and I'd heard people say, you know, turn your feet forward, or was it even just push your knees out as well, and things like that. And you just don't really stop to think about why. But then kind of reading up on it from um, you know, what you recommended, seeing how that rotational force, I talk, tightens the joints joints are meant to be loose because you've got to move you've got to move your ankles you've got to move your knees you've got to move everything um and loading while they're loose is where you get the injury so you think of your either your knees or your ankles or your wrists or your your shoulders if you start to load a heavy barbell on top of you and you haven't got everything tightened up and the natural movement in a joint and when you're moving it across a range of motion as well, if you're you know, doing a, a snatch or even you're doing a thruster and you're not thinking about tightening everything up, that Isn't looseness crashing down on you and moving every time is where the injury can happen because you're not yeah, you're braced. Sense. You're not braced. So is it the same as bracing? Or is bracing more muscles and talk is more like... I th- well, I think there's an element of it. I think part yeah. of bracing, we tend to think more about the core. Yeah. Uh, but then everything that goes around the core, the hips, the knees, and the ankles, kind of an element of bracing. You can describe it kind of bracing, but for the mobile joints. Yeah. Obviously, the core itself there is not yeah. a joint. But, but the there is a difference between torque and brace. Brace, so like, so bracing you, as a, yeah, as a brace, coach, yeah. do you cue, right, we want more torque, so you're going to twist your going to twist your uh, feet. We tend not to refer to talk because it gets a bit technical, but we yeah. talk. We, we, we will prompt you to say, push your feet into the floor and you know, screw your feet into the floor. So screw, like a yeah. screwing action which and, makes or you twist. Pushing, or pushing your knees out, pulling your shoulders back. So we'll Snap describe it in that way. Yeah, Snap bending the bar, the bar yeah. when you're bend the bar overhead. So I do that cue sometimes, squeeze the little finger, which instantly yeah, turns that's, on yeah, the that's, lap, it's all little. Yeah. That's again giving you, but exactly that's also thing. giving you talk in your elbow yeah. and also in your shoulder. I gave that cue for rowing, squeezing your little fingers. That makes huge difference. Actually, yeah. everyone starts to sit upright and yeah. use their lap, engage yeah. their lats. Yeah. And yeah. So actually, yeah, it, it gives you more power because everything's tightened in, and then you can use the full extension of all the joints giving you that power. But I think for yeah, pre- preventing injury as you progress load yeah. is is more important. Yeah. 
That makes that makes a lot of sense. Makes yeah. Makes sense. So if you're if you're we'll you post know, that article. We'll post yeah. we'll post the article because it's really good. Yeah. But it's um but definitely if you you know if you if you struggle if you, if you're any getting sort of any knee pain or any kind of uh so in knee pain in the squats or maybe a little bit of shoulder pain when you're pressing um you can often rectify a lot of those those painful um uh, issues or lessen them by applying more torque and by trying to concentrate on that because your body's designed to do that even with back. Um, back can I, pain. Yeah, can I ask? So, like lower back pain, which a lot of people, well, bracing in, in my family, again. we have a slightly overextended lower back, yep. so we have you a, get like hyperextended hyperarchia. Yeah. Um, so the only way you can't really apply torque, but what you brace your Push hips under on. and your tummy down, so rib cage down yeah. and hips under, so tailbone in, and that's really the only way to stop that back pain. And that's how I stopped all back pain um, after the, when I first another. started lifting, and I used to get that. Because I stick, you know, yeah. like it, it looks like you're sticking your bum out, but you're not, it's, it's the way you stand. But yeah, once you like, oh, tummy in, tuck your tailbone in. Make, makes huge difference. Yeah. And bracing, and bracing is one of those things, isn't it? It's just, it's that, so. So, um, yeah. Well, look, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, we really, really appreciate you being part of it. We've, you know, from the first couple that we've posted out, it's been really nice to hear your feedback. So, um, and it spurred us on to go make this one. So, um, yeah, and if you think that this has been helpful, you can maybe share it with someone who, um, who you may know. Um, because, I mean, I, I like to listen to podcasts when I'm driving along. Um, they're quite nice. So, but yeah, thank you guys so much for, for joining else, us. Anything else you want us to talk about? Yeah, yeah, if you want us to cover other topics, you can always, you can always ask us questions and we can go in and dive into it. So, uh, again, thanks a lot, guys, uh, and we'll see you in the next one.